Change it up already. Change it up. Dude, before you said that, I was literally about to. Yeah. I was going to go. <laughs> I can see. What up? What up? I don't know. I don't know nothing about nothing. What up with you, dude? Dude, I'm fucking chilling. So I was telling you about. So there's a new development Ooh. in the three-way three-way app. Fuck yes. Where's my phone? Ah. Uh, oh no. Wait. Where'd I put it? Uh oh. Pause it. Wow. All right. So Tom Crowleyus and I. Shout out Tom Crowleyus. Tom Crowleyus, great comedian. Bitch. Uh, we have decided to join the three-way app as a couple. The three-way one? The three-way app. The one for the little boys and girls. Yes. Like, oh, I want to do a three-way. Yes, we just learned how to spell. I just learned how to spell, and I know I like dicks and pussies. But Simultaneously. We we have gone on as a couple now. A gay couple, or are you still like a heterosexual uh, two-male couple? We're bi on the couple. We're two-male, but we're bi on on the, the app. And we're just seeing what happens. You should have put. Str- you should have put straight. We're like we're we are straight, but we're fucking. We actually probably would get way more responses because apparently it'll get more direct of where you want to go. Yeah, and, and there's also a thing of uh, switching straight guys. That's a big turn on for a lot of people. Ooh, so you'll my get, my sisters told me about them, you'll get the aggressive ones. Yes, because my sisters the told, salesmen of the gay community, if you will, just the people that go door to door, like hey. I see that you're kind of somewhat interested in this. Let me pursue. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're already, you guys are somehow together is straight, weird. Uh, but. Yeah, they're trying to sell solar panels, but it's anal. To, I used to be the number one salesman for our, like, you know, how, like football teams and lacrosse teams have, like, sell their, those dumbass cards. Yes. I used to be good at that. I would, I would do that, but basically you just do that, but be like, hey, listen, this stick is the dick. I know you don't even need this dick, but. Dude, who knows? You you might end up gay on that other end of the situation. But we we might have made a fatal flaw. But we have fatal. You guys are gonna die. <laughs> yeah. Oh but yeah, because <laughs> dude, dude, we we have been doing pretty well. <laughs> I don't say so myself. We've been doing pretty well. It, it was how many? Th- this you is have? the closest I felt to a hot chick ever because we started. Is Tom is being with Tom. Just like opening up. Oh, oh, the matches that you're getting. Yeah, yeah. Opening up to other dudes. An app where you got 50 and you have to be like, fuck, this one. I, I didn't even realize how savage dudes were. Because, like. What do you mean? Because. You listen, know yourself. Listen, I'm no prize. Okay? <laughs> oh, stop. So if you're coming after. Rob, stop it. But guys, guys oh, are please, just. please, you beautiful little fucking bitch. Guys are down to go after it more than chicks are. Oh, yeah. So, all right. So, we Allegedly. take a few pictures, and I'm going to walk you guys through what the pictures are. So, the first picture on our profile is a selfie of just him and I smiling arm in arm. Second picture is me in a Hawaiian shirt playing guitar to him, and he's smiling uh-huh. and has his head on his hand. And he's admiring you. He's admiring yeah, you. Yeah, I see. He's Another picture you. is of him holding me in front of our new house we bought. That's, who's that? Where is that? That That's in front of my house. That's here? Yeah. 
And huh. then the fourth picture. Were your parents like here when you? My dad took that picture. <laughs> <laughs> my dad what, what, what did you tell? What did you possibly tell your father? Like, yeah, take this picture of me holding Tom. And my, which Tom's a bigger guy than no, you. So Tom held me. Ah, you're both pretty fat then, huh? I, I'm I'm pretty fat. No, neither of you are fat. You're both bigger boys though. Yeah, I'm I'm thick, but uh. No, that, uh wait, just, what did you tell your dad to, to get him to take that picture? Like, yo, I'm trying to fucking like. Me, I'm trying to do a double team with this, uh, with this dude. Uh, like, how, how would you possibly put that in a in a like? We're not get. What did you just tell? Just uh, I, I told him. Out. I told him. I was like, Dad, me and Tom are doing a thing. I need you to take this picture. Just a thing, and he was cool with like your no, dad's. I, cool. I, I did say we're we're uh, we're joining a dating app as a goof, and he was like, uh, all right. <laughs> I think. Do you think like a little bit of him was like you seen how many people that got like scraped over the coals of just not approving of it and knew they could possibly fuck you up psychologically? He was like, I better take this picture of my my gay son who's just refusing to tell me he's gay. No, I th- I think he was more pissed about having to get up than anything. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I, I don't I think that's what it comes down to. Yeah, I don't think he w- he was thinking about the implications of it. Like, oh. I think he was like. Can you take it in the fucking living I'm, room? I'm watching Joe Rogan, dude. <laughs> you know that watches Joe Rogan. Oh, so he's woke then. So yeah, he watches Rogan. It was a little bit of both then. Um, but yeah, and then the next picture is of Tom taking a selfie of us, but I'm snorting fake coke. What did you use as the fake coke? Salt. <laughs> Oh uh, hell yeah! It was There's actually to my fucking. It, it was really hard to like slice it, it up really into lines. It was really hard to snort. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He actually, like story. Like you forget, like you're doing and a then, picture. And then the other picture is of Tom and I in the storage room. I'm wearing a Stitch costume, and he has me tied up on a leash. And then the next <laughs> picture is of both of us shirtless. He and you have he, a, you have one of the, the. I have a lint roller on his chest, yeah, and he's biting on two condoms. Yeah. Wow. And then, and then here's my favorite part of the whole thing. The the description. Uh, the, the bio. Yeah. Uh just a poly bi couple. Look at the mix things up. Four twenty friendly. Must have paperwork to prove you are clean, but if you don't have it, whatever. Oh, that's how you know they're cool. <laughs> yeah. Into nipple play, butt plugs, sounding, light torture, and green cards. <laughs> Uh, we're looking to make the bedroom. That's a nice way to say that you're in the Mexicans. Right? Is that what you mean? Well, I guess it's kind of like or it, Russians. It, it can mean Russians, th- it, but if it's it's summer, Russians only come in the summertime, and they usually work water parks. Well, I think and it would, none of them know how to swim. I think it would mean the opposite, because it's like no, I've never been wrong about anything. In oh my wait, life, no, so no, no, you are right. Like yeah, it's like no, we, I've never we, been wrong about anything. No, you're right. You're right. Yeah, so, so so we we fucks with immigrants. Yeah. Right. Emmys. Or or it could also mean I just want an Emmy. Or it could also mean that we're trying to like get into a marriage with someone so we get a green card. Or or you're not taking this part. Some people might read that and be like, "This is a trap." Or just because like, don't you put something about Trump being great again in there? Yeah, but we yeah, so we, they're gonna read that like, "Yeah, I know a fucking trap." When I see <laughs> true, it's like uh, we're we're looking to make the bedroom great again. <laughs> Only serious inquiries, please. So. So Only got, serious quarries. I, I don't want to. I don't want to burn everything because we might put this on a show eventually. But I will say this: we put this up Monday. Over sixty people have like wow 
That's good numbers. Matched with us. That's insane. I get yeah. one a week, baby. It's crazy, dude. Uh, all right, what's the ratio? Got a girl. Oh, got a girl? It's like, uh, out of the 60, it's been like one girl and then like one guy-girl couple. Oh, so there's fours? Like, people are interested mm-hmm. in like f- three of you... Yeah, because I, I set what we're... Well, that's the way you, you got to go, right? That's yeah, I, I definitely set, the best story possible. I, I set what we're searching for for everything. What's the best... All right. I understand that. All right. So in my, I just want to know, in your head, what is the equals, like, the the uh, best situation as in good story and also kind of hot? Two uh, lesbians, right? Or... Well, nah, two, the, le- two lesbians is Because you got to keep in mind you want the story... And you want sexual pleasure. Mm-hmm. So what is the best situation that can unfold from this situation that you're in right now that would most deliver on both of those aspects? Well, the situation we're in right now, I would actually really enjoy going on a dinner date with another like couple that are both dudes. Because if if we, like... Because I I wouldn't you fucking tease. I I wouldn't I wouldn't make someone come out to dinner. I would tell them like, hey, we were doing this for like a thing, but would love to meet up with you guys because you seem really cool. Right. And then and then like we can goof around, and then I'd love for them to oh, come so out you to a show. Them- yeah, yeah, because like I the the thing is like I want this to be a goof. I don't want it to be mean. Yeah, because if you lure them out there and like, yeah, hey, yeah. you want to fuck this ass, you're like, nah, just kidding. Yeah, yeah. You imagine if a girl just did that on the, like if you match with somebody on like Tinder or something, they're like, all right, come out. And they're like, nah, I'm just doing this for a show. You don't get no pussy. Right, that sucks. I mean, and, but honestly, that that show would probably work. And, as and, long as it wasn't like a guy doing it to a girl. True. Because that's me. Well, I, I was already telling you, like, there, there's been certain messages I won't respond to because they're too genuine. They're like, hey, you guys are, like, both, like, really cute. Like, yeah. how are you guys? And, like, I won't how respond. Are you, guys, are you guys doing, to, like, oh, my God, do you want to adopt a child? Does anyone hit you up? Like, no, I got no, a no. baby. No, no. You want this fucking baby? There, there's there's just genuine, nice gay guys that are hitting us up, and I'm like, I'm not going to respond to that, but I will respond. Shame, gay guys are so nice, and that's a shame because hell must be a nice place. <laughs> If it's littered with gay guys, it's just got to be littered with, like, I mean, like, I mean, obviously the employees are dicks at hell, but all the clientele, a lot of gays, it's got to be a nice, like, gays are usually nice people. For for hell, there's definitely got to be, like, when you go in there, the the equivalent of the people that welcome you at Walmart. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, definitely retards go to hell. (laughs) What are you you talking about? Because retards are gay. (laughs) All right, all right, but but I I will say like well don't just for, blow for, past for, that I just said that uh that that was fucked up that's why I'm passing <laughs> <laughs> you're a fucking ass no, dude thank you <laughs> I just needed some sort of, yeah don't blow by me like I did <laughs> like that's like well then you know he's gonna say like I was waiting a reaction you can't just well there there was a moment we were where we were joking and then you obviously took it to a genuine hateful place. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know how I feel about gay ass retards. <laughs> you ever come to the flag W? It's all we got. <laughs> it's either one or the other or co- or a fucking sweet combo, dude. All right, here's what I will say though. Jesus Christ. The people I'm looking to like really like go in on the DMs with are the guys that are like 
like you ever think hey what what like what are what do your cocks look like the guys who like come in aggressive those, those are the people turn, turn to left because i like that our g-spot's a little misplaced to the left yeah i'm gonna entertain We're not born perfect i'm gonna entertain those dudes you know what i mean right. not the people that are like oh you're definitely gonna end up hey my sweet babies how you doing See, i'm, I'm right, like i don't want to fuck with you you're like you're a nice up, guy you're gonna end up gay on the other side of this uh, uh well that's fine I just won't, we'll just, you know, conclude the podcast because I hate gay retards. <laughs> Dude, I, I would agree if I didn't fucking Man, I rub cocks with a BBC already you know, and I'll, came out I'll, the other side. I'm pro that. I came out the other side. Of her? Like, of her? Oh, just like. Or uh, like, like, or somehow your dicks were on the opposite sides? No, like, um, like I rubbed cocks with a BBC and I didn't like it. Uh. And I came through gay, on the other side, dude, so I'm not. Case thing I'm not worried said. about that. Okay. I am. Uh, I am cautious about like where it becomes mean and where it doesn't, because like I do feel a little bad. Uh oh. Well, or well, like no. I I don't feel bad, but like if someone if someone actually got invested. And they were like a genuine nice guy. Then I would feel bad. I mean, just don't say you're looking for love. And you're like, you know, that'd be, that's the fucked up way to go about. It. I was like, listen, we're really looking to make our pact a little bit stronger. We're trying to raise our new kitten, and we want three dads on this. Well, I guess. And also like, too, as long like, as you're like, like if you tell them straight up, like, like they already see the profile. Like, no one's like, if you're heartbreak, you're breaking people's heart off because they swiped right and they match with you or whatever the fuck this situation is. This like a, a no, swipe I, right I'm not. Situation? I'm not worried about breaking someone's heart or anything like that. Wow, you piece of shit. No, like I'm. I'm not like now worried you're about that. My heart. I. The way I want to go about it is like someone's just being really dirty, and we see where it goes. But if someone's like, uh, like nice and is like looking to experiment, I don't want the joke to be like, "Hey, oh, you guys- thought we were gay, dude? We're not fucking gay, dude!" Like, I don't, I, I don't want that to be the joke. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? It's like, and also, oh, the, the, some dude that was on like a website and he's just trying to experiment for the first time and he finds you and he's like, "Yeah, oh, yeah, I don't want that." I, I want, you know, I want to be gay, but also I don't want to be a one-on-one thing because that's too in- intimate. So like. Three would be cool because also I want to get spit roasted, you know. Because like, not only am I like gonna dip my toes in water, but if I'm gonna dip it, like dip it and it's warm, I'm gonna go all the way in. So this dude's either gonna bit, and then you're like, oh wait, now we got you on a game, a surprise game show. You're on camera. Um, <laughs> yeah. Are you cool with this, by the way? Oh yeah, no, you just have cameras with me film meeting up with God, and my mom is. The goddamn priest. Women allowed to be priests? Uh, I've never no, right? No, that's that's an interesting question. Um, because they don't rape. I don't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, we, women rape. Well, yeah, well, no, it's more men than women, but women do rape. Well, that's that's you can't say that. Why? <laughs> because who's gonna? I mean, if I got raped by a girl, which I haven't, um. Yeah, it's fine. Whatever. So, so uh, you're you're cool with it? Yeah, no, I I don't think I could be raped by a woman. I, I guess I it's guess... pretty good defense mechanism. All you do is just not get hard. You know, right? But I will say, like, if you're getting hard, it's like, all right, well, here here's what changed my opinion on that. There was like the uh but my friend showed me this video of this straight porn star. It was like a weird 
like actual game show. Like it wasn't a porn. It was like an or, so it's on Jimmy Fallon. No, <laughs> no, no, it was, it was like oh no, 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 no. It was on YouTube. It was on YouTube. You just? I forget. I gotta ask for the link because she'll know what to send me. It was legit. It wasn't bullshit. Where the straight porn star was like, "I'm not fucking gay." And, and I'll fight every and gay porn star. And is. even if a gay guy blew me, there's no way I would fucking come. A girl said that. That's weird. No, a straight guy said that. <laughs> Are you following me, dude? <laughs> no, I just yeah. I was, Are you just going goofing? In, I was going in for a gag. Oh, okay, my bad. <laughs> no, it's cool, dude. Call me on my dude, shit. It's dude. fucking twelve forty. Don't tell uh, me. I, I'm I'm not in my. Don't best. tell me what time it is. <laughs> All right, so the straight guy gets blown by this gay guy, and you can tell this is the best blowjob this guy ever had in his life, and yeah. it it becomes more than psychological. Because the physical stimulant is way more than a psychological stimulant, and that this dude stimulate <laughs> stimulant, and then this dude fucking nuts from a dude blowing him, and I I wonder that 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 actually opened my eyes to it a little bit because well, if sti- someone if someone is just like like touching your dick for Why are you that doing month, a flick you're doing a yeah, yeah you can flick a dick yeah that's not. That doesn't feel good. Like I flick. It'll my do dog something. The, I flick my dog on the nose when he's doing something dumb. You ever see a dog after he get flicks in the nose? He's like, "What? How do I defend that?" I can guarantee more blood is gonna flow to his nose when you do that. Oh wait, yeah. No, there's this weird porno I watch. This one dude like finds like private like. He's like, yeah, I get these girls. I ask them if they want. Like, they they know what the deal is, but like they do like a half-ass job faking that they don't know why they're there, but they're, they know they're gonna get fucked. And they're like, ah, oh, just by the way, this isn't for, like, a photo shoot. It's, I want to fuck you. And they're like, well, no. And he's like, but what if I, you know, come on. And he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> What if I, come on. Go on, go on. And they're like, oh, yeah, shit. All right, cool. I'm totally into it now. And not only that, but I'm, like, a professional porn star that has multiple tapes. And and when you, you what was I talking about? Well, what we, we were talking about guys, like, I I do think I, I've gotten uh, a massage once where I wasn't turned on, but they were like massaging my upper thighs and blood was rushing to my dick. Well, that's just science. But I wasn't like necessarily turned on. They were just opening the veins. They that's were opening a, that, the flood doors. That's what I'm saying. Like men can be raped in that way. Like if you if you even if you're not into listen, that, if you know actually, how to get my dick, then you've earned it. Yeah, true. You've, you've, if you, if you could get, it's kind of like the same, like, all right, you could somehow shove my flaccid dick in your pussy. No, but I'm saying, that, no, uh, no, 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 I'm you, saying, no, you're gonna listen to my, p- <laughs> no, I'm saying I got hard and I wasn't turned on. Right. Because no, like the, the physical. No, I'm saying yes. And that's a, that's a possibility. Yes. Same way. Like, uh, what are the odds that some girl gets wet while she's getting raped? That's a possibility too. But also, she's she's probably they're probably not doing the massage thing, so it's probably just like a dry. So I was trying to go off of the 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 I see. The, the, the view of that, like, all right, so uh, that you know be- what? I don't see. I gotta stop saying that. <laughs> nah, nah, you're already coming with me. You agree, <laughs> full fledged. And guess what? Rob asked me to do a podcast with him. So no, no, is- no. <laughs> yeah, no, fuck you, dude. No, no, no. Like, uh, I'm not saying you're going to a bad place. I, I, no, I'm just saying the equivalent. I'm just trying to stop myself from agreeing. Oh yeah, no, I don't know. No, that, I don't what, agree with what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, like, like sometimes I get lost, and I don't want you to think I'm lost. So I'll be like, yes. No, yeah, no, it's fine. I knew you had no idea. 
what I'm talking about. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm just saying. I wasn't trying to pin you into a corner, though. Don't put me in a corner where I the fuck. I wasn't my way trying out. to put you in a corner. I'll fucking. Oh, that that was something I was talking about in therapy, dude. What? Cocking your dick off and like. More like uh, trying to be less pleasy. Oh yeah, I need yeah. Because my, my instinct is like, even if I'm not quite sure what's going on in a conversation, I'll like be like, yeah, for sure. No, it's no, it's weird. That that's actually a funny point. I I've noticed this in life. Um, where it, it's weird. It's really weird because like your entire life, you're like a conversation is bad, right? So you learn to avoid confrontations, right? And then I so what happened to me was I got really good at avoiding confrontations. Mm-hmm. But I was, I would be like, oh, just be upset about it and not deal with it. And then you're like, oh, well, now I'm just subconsciously holding on to all this baggage. And then and eventually it fucking crumbles down and just like a minor, just like one, they just do want like someone that you're like, you know, your boys with or your friends with or you're in your, your, the family or a relationship. And then they do one thing wrong and then it all crumbles down like a fucking avalanche. You know what I'm saying? Like you just build up all this shit. Because you're like, oh, well, it's so much easier to go through life instead of having this little argument now, let it build, and then it'll erupt like a fucking volcano. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's, it's weird because you're like, oh, I'm doing the right thing. I'm just being passive about this. But then you're just, and then all of a sudden it turns into passive aggressiveness. And then you're like, well, how did we get here? But also I'm not going to admit, I'm not mad, you know? Right. Like, I'm not mad at you. Yeah, it's an interesting thing where I feel like does that happen to, like in a different a- can you think of like a different aspect you got good in at life and it actually ends up like nah you're well now you're just you're not addressing another thing. Um, well, what one thing I was actually talking about, I, I had a semi breakthrough recently. Ooh, like almost an epiphany. Yeah, man. Because um, I've been. Was this in between the the the, yeah. the cuckings? Yeah, this was in between the cuckings, where I've been feeling extremely numb. <laughs> like, good, that's good. I say less feelings the better, because <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll get anxious, I'll get insecure. But what, See, what anxious to me sounds like it's exciting. Like, oh man, I'm anxious. Yeah, but also at the same time, the main ab- emotion I've been avoiding for a long time has been like getting genuinely choked up sober okay. i i've gotten choked up drunk but even that feels numb oh yeah oh no i i i had, I had an episode i yeah i know how we you know how we always talk about the last time we cried well, no the last time i cried so um my morning started i uh, uh but people don't that like can't tell. I I nodded yes. I yeah, do yeah, want to yes, know. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nice. Way to be conscious of that. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. So we, you know, well they they know too. Uh, we asked people when was the last time you last time I cried, or at least one that I will admit to. Um, unless I, I just can't think of the other. It's just frequent. Um, sometimes it's not like a sad thing. It's just like tears are just like it's just a pure fucking passion and shit. Could be something good. But the last time where I was like something where I didn't like expect what were we where, wait to reference it? What were we just talking about? Kind of like avoiding the feeling of being emotional, but like yeah. you will feel emotional when you're not sober. But right, even that yeah, feels yeah. numb. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. So I've been able to like break like being 
sober and being more emotional and more like upfront with how I feel things instead of like waiting until I'm drunk and then I'll open up. I've been doing that more. Uh, like I've been able to do that with people that I, I have like intimate relationships with, whether it be family or fucking, you know, cause I'm fucking my family or like yeah. my friends, cause I'm fucking my friends or like, you know, like my dog cause I'm fucking my dog. Fucking your um, dog. You're fucking my dog. He's blind. Whatever. Um, <laughs> but, um, no, like, um, I, I went, I, I used to work at, or I still do a thrift store, red, white, and blue on 73. I exterminate their bugs. Bunch of cockies, uh, cockroaches. That's what we call them cockies. This place is getting real. This place is getting real cocky. It's, it's code between me and my mom. My mom's my secretary. I'm like, hey, this place is getting cocky. I'm like, you shut your fucking dirty whore mouth, mom. You know. I don't want to interrupt you. Was this the thing about the the woman holding open the door and the other one got pissed? A little bit. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Did I already talk about that? Uh, but we we covered that on one of the casts. Yeah. So that shit happened, and then yeah. So basically. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, well. all right, so if that's what happened, you know, that whole story, I watched a fucking fight happen yes. in uh, the red, white, and blue, and they got in, like, tip. I'm like, I want to see more mental illness, so I went to go see the Joker. But while I was watching the Joker, I was, like, fucking letting it, like, I'm watching the Joker by myself, which is already known, like, and at this point has been, like, broadcasted on social media and, like, all things, like, this thing's not great, like, doesn't... Yeah, it's, it's been it's been pretty it's controversial. Got, it, it, it got, yeah, it's been controversial in the... In the ideas like this isn't good for mentally ill people to watch. Yeah, it's just and exacerbating the, the problem exactly, and stuff like and that. I'm yeah. in the theater by myself watching this, just kind of like not like crying, but like definitely t- like tears just pouring out of my face. I'm not like sobbing, but I'm like I just like resonated with the dude, and I didn't feel like trying to hold it back. Yeah, I was by myself. I'm like, I don't care if these people think I'm crazy. They already watched me tape together a pair of glasses in the theater, so. Uh, Why not let him watch me cry? Uh, um, um, it was it was kind of empowering. Uh, I'm wondering. All right, I'm I'm gonna tell you a similar experience I had really recently, and I'm all wondering right. if you'll uh, relate to this. Level, yeah, level with me, dog. So I I've been avoiding having that like choked up moment, like yeah. where I really feel like emotional, genuinely emotional. Right. And um, but you're also still trying to keep it in. Yeah, but what, that's where the choke comes. But I, I kind of that's, that's the choked up part is where you're trying to not let it release because right, otherwise right, right. you just be flooding. You, you yes. Know? So the choked up part comes from a place of I don't want it to be expressed right now, but it is overpowering and overwhelming. Yes, uh, I wanted to feel that overpowering thing. Um, so I I this is dumb, but I started looking up uh, emotional scenes from Scrubs. <laughs> From scr- oh yeah that yeah no it, they have some pretty emotional moments dude shows like that that that's the shows that really fucking resonate is yeah. where like they could be funny and then like also at the same time like wow yeah how and- fucking insightful and also just like like yeah no like some not like even in the midst of jokes that like and shit like some real shit happens that that they they switch it up really well and uh, yeah man I so here's what I'm wondering if you relate to. So, there were certain scenes that were happening. I was getting really existential, thinking about life and death, what I have to do, thinking about like future love. Do I want a kid? Do it like what do I want out of this life? No, and I just got emotional. I, I thought about this earlier today. I was like, Rob would make a really good dad. Really? Yeah. But like a weird dad. Definitely a weird like, dad for uh, sure. Your kid would be 
definitely sexual anything. <laughs> it would be asexual mixed with everything else somehow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but but the the feeling I got when when I had that was emotional, but that feeling was nostalgic. I felt nostalgia with being that emotional because I haven't allowed myself right. to feel that in so long. So being choked up felt nostalgic. What were you choked up about? Just being that existential, like being emotional in that way. Because I've been choked up. Nah, you're being around the bush. What was it about? Fairly reason, like like being that existential, like thinking about my life in the bigger picture, like zooming out, like about. Oh, uh, oh, oh, the most like like the moan, the most like you just go from a thought to like you go from your goals and your what you are passionate about, like what does that matter, and then you take a step back. And yeah, like take, I even thought you keep about taking a step back to just the overall universe and like when you're gone and how many years in the past afterwards doesn't really matter. There's that, like that type of fucking like, oh it, shit. It it was a weird thing because like it was the first time I felt that alive because I really thought about life. It was it was really weird because I thought about weird shit about. My sister and I going to like a diner talking about how to settle like one of our parents' affairs when they pass away or like when if I do have a kid and like who's going to be my best man and like am I doing comedy like a Why few years from now. Why do you think you have now? a kid you're going to be married? Definitely going to be you and Tom adopting a child. <laughs> yeah. No best man. Tom's your best man. I'm jealous. But just like shit like that. Um, I think I've been doing a lot of avoiding about thinking about life in that bigger picture. In a bigger future. And the, thinking about how exciting things are that they could happen. And also just that thing that I always knew but allowing myself to feel it that like all this shit's going to end. Like my favorite people are going to die. Like my – and like shit like that. Well, but yeah, well, but that- we're all lucky to have favorite people. And like all that shit. Like I, like I finally – it's the shit that I've thought about for a long time, but I allowed myself to feel it all in that moment yeah. from a fucking scrub scene. Yeah, and like, dude, that, and that it was so weird. That's kind of the beautiful, beautiful thing about such like a show. That's just like that's just that, but it'll that that shit to think about that type of stuff on that type of level. It's fucking healthy. It's yeah. fucking healthy and also grounding. You know, like you 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 become grounded by that type of shit because. There's there there's so much time that you're just like caught up and and, the, and you're constantly thinking like you're like in the you're thinking of the present and your next moves of what you need to do and how you feel in the present and how you, what you need to do to become happier in the future and it's overwhelming and it's all this crazy shit so there is some weird feeling that I've I've always experienced which but at first it's terrifying it's this terrifying feeling like nothing matters this whole crazy thing like that, you know? And then you have this, like, uh, moment of bliss afterwards. You're like, you're right. Yeah. Nothing matters. So why not just care about the things I care about and not worry about... And, and it, it, for some reason, it, it kind of focuses you and also helps you see, like... It's it's just this weird... Like, and you have, like, like an epiphany a little bit. And it, it helps you having those moments... And those types of outlets that help you have those moments are very important because it just brings you to a different level. Like, when you have, like, a moment like that, you're never the same person afterwards. Even though it was ever so slightly, you're definitely thinking more in-depthly about uh, things you care about. 
and okay. especially when uh, whether whether you disagree or, di- or agree or like or dislike what is the reality of life it's just i mean what do you want to do you want to take a step back or move forward i mean it's i mean there's never been a uh, point in my life where it wasn't all right we got to figure out whatever was going on in my life move forward and figure out like the best way to be happy it's always been about happiness yeah but the it sometimes you get lost in that immediate happiness right and then you take a few steps back yeah to take multiple steps forward yeah cuz uh, i i will say that the most the most consistent thing in my life that's been positive has been the comedy man like it, it really has been like you wouldn't I, say music was as positive as i feel like you've had more success in music no i i've had more success in music but, but that success doesn't necessarily lead to um happiness huh yeah um i i feel more natural in comedy and that that's that doesn't necessarily correlate to how successful I'm going to be at it, but yeah, no, there's I, I no fe- way you you live after that. Like it, it took me, it took you're me. You're horrible, dude. You're done after this. <laughs> it took me so fucking long, dude, to be passable at music. Like I, I'm not naturally talented in music, but I've been doing it since I was seven. Right. So, like doing comedy now and even getting some laughs. I'm like, whoa. Well, music is a thing where you can just get good at in your own demise. You know, in your own... Own demise? Not dem- No, I'm just saying words wrong. <laughs> I got demise you, I got at you. all. No, that's not the word I was looking for at all. No, but it, like in your own, you know, in your own barricade, like, you know, just to yourself. And you know yeah, when yeah. you're good and when you're bad just because based off of other music you listen to. Oh, like it's more objective. Very more objective, yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you know gotcha. when you're good at music and you know when to break it out. Yeah. Comedy is different because you, the only way to know if you're good or not because in your head it's funny. But, like, you're not, like, playing it out like you can't say it into a mirror and be like, well, that sounded great. Mm-hmm. You need actual responses. You could play something in the piano or the guitar or any instrument and be like, well, that sound like shit because I have ears, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 think I, I think I've also been getting a lot more joy out of it. And I, I dude, like. I, well, it's I'm, high risk, high reward type of shit. So yeah, it's but for even the. When I, even when I bomb, I don't, I don't feel. No, because because you you put your you because you risked you risked something in that moment. You yeah. risked your own fucking emotion. Like that's the high of it. Because when it goes good, you're like, you're cashing in on those emotions immediately. Right. And then when you don't, and it and then it's dog shit. And you're like, oh, I'm not. I don't get to. I don't get to have that good feeling today. And now I want it more. And there's different people. They're like, nah, I'm gonna do that joke again. And there's other people that are like, I need to get better. Yeah, I I feel like when I bomb, it sucks, but I'm actually not as devastated from it as when I would bomb music. No, because you don't bomb the way you do anymore. No one bombs the way they did the first year they did stand-up. When you get red in the face and you start, like, acting like you're not okay with saying what you're about to say, that's a bomb. That's when you're, like, shitting yourself and everyone knows that you don't even want to say the words you're going to say. And even if it's a funny, put-together thing... They're never. It, it won't translate that way because you, you don't think so. I, I do think it is. When has anyone ever said anything funny, trying to be funny, knowing that they're not going to be funny? That's not when it works. 
Right. It, it is an element of that, but I think it's also compared to the failure that I felt from music at times. Right. Because a bomb for music, like when you put like a year into writing an album yeah, and it gets like little to no streams. See, that's kind of the, the risk, I it's guess. It's way different. So, like, Going the opposite way, I guess that's the more of the risk for music is that you're not constantly doing it in front of people, so right. you don't really have as much judgment. Like comment, like jokes, at a certain point, you know whether they work or don't. Right. So I'll put, I'll put my heart and soul in an album for a year, tour it, and then put it out. And they're kind of like secretive things. Yes. When are jokes of like, I've said these too many times, I need to make an album, otherwise they're useless. Yeah, it, it hurts way less bombing from a thing you wrote two days ago, and you're like, all right, I won't do that anymore. Right. Then a thing that you put your heart and soul and sweat and like I recorded it here and yeah, like it's supposed to be a super secret surprise where people are pumped about. Yeah, and then you put all your chips in that basket and you put it out and it gets two hundred streams. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's so, got to be a oh yeah. So yeah, that's so much more effort and costly, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So I guess the comedy bomb it is embarrassing when you do bomb, but I guess like as far as like the heartache goes. It doesn't feel as bad to me. No. To me. Uh, yeah. Well, I never did music, and I never had anything musically mm-hmm. uh, bomb. But, but this is how I can relate to this. This is how I can relate to uh, what you're saying. Is because, like, when you start out in comedy, your first year is dog shit, and you know it's gonna be dog shit. Right. But at least you're like getting a laugh or two. You're getting a response. When you're doing music, the first year or so, you're doing music. You're doing it in your room. You're doing it alone. And so that way you don't have to face any rejection. True. Which kind of weeds out the, the thick and the thin of the herd. Thing that I've always grown up with, my mom's a piano teacher. At, at home, piano teacher. So I've listened to kids. You know how, like, you think it's tough starting out stand-up comedy? It is. It's tough because it's the audience's immediate thing. You want to know the real fucking cutthroats is... The people's moms who teach p- instruments, you want to really know how you're doing? Talk to the kids that live in that fucking house that you got to listen to. You do that dog. Literally my life, uh, now it's only on Wednesdays. I still got to listen because I still live at home and I still listen to my mom teach piano at home. It's like, oh, my, you, I'm like, I want to go up to some of these kids. But like, you got to quit. Yeah. This is bombing. You'll never, you're never going to figure <laughs> Dude, it that, out. That's so crazy. I don't know if you told me that before, that your mom taught piano. No, my mom's a music teacher. Dude, my, my as mom- As long as, as well as my My mom's secretary. a classical pianist. My mom's actually just a big old peen. <laughs> like, well, like, my mom's not professional, but, like, she plays classical piano all the time. <laughs> that's crazy. Funny. My mom's a professional. <laughs> yeah, your, mom, your mom's probably better than my mom. Well, dude, mom off. If she's doing it for a living, teaching, but... Uh, uh, well, yeah, but she also goes, like, kindergarten and teaches, like, just, like, oh, tempo and that shit. No, but, like, she's got, like, prodigies that play the piano, but also she's got people that just, like, suck. And I got my entire... All right, so let me just paint you a picture. All right, so people that do comedy, people that don't... So what I do, all what I did growing up, and then people are like, how do you go on stage... Every night and like 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 how was it? How did you get into that? I'm like I listen to people coming to my house constantly, week after week, and just learn how to play the piano. And me just in my own head be like, this sucks, this is awful. And then l- listen to them get good. Mm-hmm. So in my head, I and I and that's kind of that kind of stuck stuck with me. 
But man, if they, I just know that they, like, maybe they were tough. Someone, like, can you imagine if you like started an instrument where, like, if when as soon as you started, people had the opportunity to be like, oh my fuck, what the fuck? You call that a G chord, dude? Well, I guess the the weird thing with comedy too is like composition is the first thing you got to do. It's not like when you first start an instrument, it's like, all right, create your own music. Yeah, like, you know? they're, they're not, like, right they, Bach. We should allow comedians that are first start off, like, all right, just practice a, a famous person's joke. Right, yeah. But also, no. It's not like you... you it, wouldn't, it wouldn't benefit you. You mastered his misdirect joke. It's kind of like... With, with comics, you got to learn how to write. It's less structured. And the technical aspects. It's less structured, but also with structure. With music, you can learn the technical aspects, and then if you want to, learn how to write. But either way, if you just have the technical aspects down, you'll be looked at as a good musician. But with comedy, if you only have the technical aspects down, and you're doing other people's work, then it won't work. Then Not not only won't work, but either will you, because you're a fucking stealer. Right. It's so easy to say words than it is to play... Cause like that, like it, like that's uh for an instrument to learn how to play someone else's chords and just their music, that's te- like that takes talent. Saying, just learning how so that's just remembering how someone speaks. That's like literally like our like the lowest like our easiest thing like when it comes to copying, that's the easiest. Mm-hmm. Like say the way I say this, the way I say it, this is delivery. It's like all right, I got it down. But being but able even, to do something weird even with the your delivery is underratedly hard. It is, it is. But also, but I, I get what you mean. It's definitely much harder, and also not even unaccept. Like people understand that. Like, yeah, just play fucking cover shit. Mm-hmm. Please don't play your own shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which is crazy because you come out with your, not your own shit, uh, and people make a living off being in cover, cover bands. Oh yeah, but no one makes a living being a cover comic. Not yet. Ooh. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna cover James Macklin. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know. Uh, I gotta take a piss. Do it up. Fresh from the piss. Ooh. Yo, just pissed in your fucking bathroom to- uh, trash can. That's cool, man. It's a very short trash can. Yeah. Well, like- bathroom trash cans, no pun intended, are trash. I don't get it. I don't know. Why man. would you say pun on? Oh. Cause trash, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I don't. Like man, that. dude, I almost lost my shit, dude. What are you trying to get taller on me? Yeah, but the I I always raise the seat up for the mic, and then I feel like you're about to always, say something dominating. It always seeks down. No, you just got you were eye level. Now you now you're taller. So what's up, dude? What do you gotta say? Nah, dude, we gotta fucking hit New York soon. With what? Terrorist attack or something? Comedy. <laughs> so, like I said, dude, we we would have fun. Oh yeah, no, like I'm in New Troy, York. Troy Moore, shout out Troy Moore. He's the feature for uh, the Mark Norman show, December six. December six. Plug, 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 plug my butt, dude. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, he said he lives right around. He lives six minutes away from the train station. He said he, whenever we want, we could go on the city with him. Dude, that that would that would actually be a lot of fun. How often have you? How many times have you been to New New York to do comedy? Yeah, once. Only once. Yeah, only once. Um, you got to do one of those gay bringers. What? 
You gotta do one of those gay ass bringers. Yeah, I, I just. No, you don't. I'm kidding. I did a few of them. I they're dumb. You. They're stupid. I mean, it's cool. Like I got put. Okay, I don't know if this. I was. I'm. I'm. And now I have to make a comedy resume, which that's ridiculous. Like the reason why I got into comedy is like I didn't think I'd have to make. All right, cool. I don't have to make resumes. You have to make a fucking resume for your comedy, right? This I, is. I, I, yeah. That's so. I mean, yeah, it makes but sense. You, you but have a, you have a pretty good resume, though. I know, but I don't know how to make one. That's why I'm an exterminator. <laughs> I could have got a yeah. job out of college not doing this shit. I just didn't want to. I hate... I don't know what you're supposed to brag about yourself in a fucking paragraph after paragraph. Like, how does it not come up? Like, how do you write a resume and not feel like I'm just a pretentious douche? Well, but with the Didn't res- you just get done writing yourself a resume today? Yeah, yeah. But with, with that shit, like, that... that- you're meant to be a douche. You're meant to be bragging. But that's what I don't get. Because if I was hiring people and they came off cross, I'm like, fuck you. I'm not going to hire you. So I tried like, yeah, like I won this war, but whatever. Well, uh, also, you're, no thing. you're mostly sending resumes to bookers and shit who are business people. You know what I mean? It's not like you're sending it to like other comics usually. Like you're usually sending it to an agent or whoever it is, yeah. And that I they guess. they speak business speak, so right. they're like, you know, like bragging to them. They think it's sick. Also, but, but, but yeah, if no, if you like but, sent that to no, but at, comic, but at that level, why am I sending why am I sending my credentials or whatever whatever I've done with my career thus far to a person that doesn't un- understand comedy in a way that if I send myself. Looking like a douchebag, they're like, oh, I could sell you to the right person. Because who's looking for douchebags? I just don't, I, it doesn't make sense to me. Well, what what I'm saying is. Everyone has to look like, why is there not cool resumes? Can I just put whatever the fuck I want? Well, what I'm saying is if you spoke to another comic that way, maybe they would think it's being a douchebag. But if you send it to like right. a, what if you mean? send it to a business person, they don't look at it that way what's the difference i do comedy i do business dude i do business i get heavy in the big right but but when it's in a business context with like an agent who's like an agent why are they in charge why is why is anyone that 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 has to think and look at people in this certain way in charge of this industry that's what i don't that's what i'm so 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 comics can like this i just i don't get it's so it's so comics can be comics If comics could be comics, why do the fuck I got a goddamn resume? No, it's like, well, at first you got to do it, but I could do that shit myself. Let me talk to another comedian for a half. But an eventually, hour. but eventually, where you'll get to is where you don't have to hit up other agents or festivals. You're gonna have an agent to do that for you. That's what agents and managers are for, so you can focus on your act. And there is going to be a certain amount where you still have to push yourself and put the work in, promotion-wise, marketing-wise. But agents are meant to be that middleman, business-wise, so you don't have to deal with it. But you're in a, a place now where you have to deal with that, but eventually you won't have to. Sounds like I won't have to deal with any of that. Uh, because what I'm watching is just... Uh, an industry that we all grew up with was like television, this and that, and starting to crumble, and everything is going down to it's getting more singular, and agents and managers are not as necessary because they 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 were the connectors of the two. They're getting talent and producers, and 
but also clicking them in. But I've I've been on the I've been the talent and the producer on both ends. Why am I not just dealing with people that also do that type of shit? Uh, eventually, you will want an agent and a manager because like. What is, oh, like I, let, let's I have I I think I now somehow randomly have one. I don't know. Yeah? <laughs> I think so. There's like this lady emails me every day for, either she's that or she wants to turn me into like a nude like a, cool. instead of like a cam a cam guy. Or something well, like that. Well, what I'm saying is like eventually you're going to want to just focus on doing spots in the city and stuff like that and you're not going to want to book your tours even if it's club spots. You're going to want to have an agent that deals with you know, if you get a door deal or a guarantee and stuff like that. I, I disagree. I'd rather deal with all that myself. You think that. But when the volume is super high, when you're doing like a ton of weekends, you're going to want to consult with your agent, but also when it comes to negotiating and stuff like that. No, that's the all- agent, you're not going to consult with it. The agent goes, gets you shit. But also... That, that's their manager that it, you're consulting with. No, but also agent manager... I'm pretty sure they negotiate, and I uh, you you pretty have pretty sure a, your agent and your manager gotta be fucking. Wow. If not, then you're you you gotta reassemble your team. I mean, I, but well, like uh, I can only speak for music. Like, what we had just seems like two aspects of we we my had own a, business that I could take care of. And but, the more how many you ever watch Entourage? Yeah, but that I'm, dumb I'm, shit where like every time like it's like oh do you want to like fucking do that like. Uh, I'm just saying, like, when you do get to the point where you're too busy for it, when, like, the opportunities are overwhelming because you're getting so much, like, you're getting booked for podcasts, you're getting okay. booked for a bunch of shows, right, you're right. getting booked for maybe a late night set or a late night interview. Maybe, I feel like you can handle you're that until getting... you're at a point of, like, something that we can't even comprehend, like a, like a different level stature, like, like... I feel like if, alright, where, like, give me, a, like, a low, like, a famous comedian that people will know. That's on the lower end, like a like a Mark Norman. Yeah, yeah, I talked to him himself, and he's about to be fucking huge. Right, and he's still dealing with all that shit on his own, which is cool. But he's not. And he de- has agents doing other shit. But uh, I'm sure he's not dealing with everything on his own. That's one of the things I get worried about. Like, is someone else just texting texting me queef? No, no, I I don't think it's that. But I think it's also like what. When, like, I'm sure there's someone being like, hey, like, someone wants you at, like, the St. Louis Helium or Portland Helium, like, are are you, like, available for this date? You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure there's that. And then I would would fire that manager slash agent immediately. Like, how do you not know my schedule? This is part of the job. (laughs) True. But also maybe... If Mark Norman is a certain kind of guy where he's booking things on his own as well, you you never know. I mean, why wouldn't he just tell me if you want? What do you mean? I don't know. I just feel like the, I feel like uh, the manager and the agent type of thing is is dying down, and I don't I don't think it's as well. It necessary. is a constant communication, but I I do feel like at a certain point you do need help with that because also. Mental energy, especially when you're a writer, like, you need all you can get. That's so, true. I am overwhelmed. Yeah, no, you're right. It is actually kind of overwhelming having to uh, be productive while producing shows, while trying to create material. It is kind of sacrificing 
certain levels of the uh, the uh, the art. Um, yeah, mm. no, it's true though. Like when, no, when you're is. trying to be the yeah. best comedian you can be, and and then being so consumed in the business, it, it well, does that's one of the have I an fear, effect. Because I I I I have a way uh, of life of just leaning into like whenever it gets easy, like uh oh, means nap time, nap time. I get nap time whenever. I'm like I have other people in charge of that shit. That just gives me more time for nap time. Less time to be out and about and dealing with people coming up with situations that could be turned into jokes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I guess that's kind of like a thing. I'm like, might as well just put more shit in my plate so that way I have more, more material to talk about when I'm f- almost forced to talk about. Because right. if I'm in a situation where I can be comfortable, I'll go be comfortable. Yeah. Which is kind of like a terrifying thing. Not terrifying. It's just like, it, it's just like, just so easy to be lazy. Right. Well, and also too, you you have a job and stuff like that. Like, imagine if you had the whole day where people were taking care of, like, your bookings and stuff like that, and you were getting six shows, and you were doing good, and all you had to do was call in your veils for, like, the seller. I wouldn't trust them. Well, just kidding. I would be like fucking pumped about that. Well, yeah. <laughs> that would be so fun. And then, and then all you had to do was wake up at eleven and then write your material till like seven p.m. and then like. See, people say like that's not what happens. That's not how it happens. What happens is well, yeah, you obviously go meet it's up a with more some dude. He's your birth. He's your boy, and it's his birthday, so you got to go smoke a birthday blunt with him, you know, because it's his birthday, and you've been smoking birthday blunts with him on his birthday ever since it was his birthday for the past eight years. And then he say, brings up, he's like, "Yo, dude, do you think we'll be doing this to the rest of our lives?" Like, well, I don't know, man. One of us might move eventually. Like, oh shit, dude, are you gonna move? I'm like, I'm not gonna move. Are you gonna move? And he's like. I'm not gonna move. But I'm like, but what if? And we're like, hmm. Well, it, good it, imagine, imagine if, it, like, experiencing. And then you come up with a material, material. <laughs> imagine if, like, experiencing things and writing and shit was your nine to five. Like you watch documentaries and just like not yeah, built well, on your see, brain. Watching documentaries like that. isn't like, that only adds to the element. You have to go have had, again. Uh, watching a documentary would only like it has to be layered. Well, that that was only like a specific. Example. No, I know, I know, like, I know what you're, I know what you're saying. But like, yeah. but that like the the laying at home is part of it. Yeah. The thinking is part of it. The acting is part of it. And like, no, not acting. The the being in the moment in the situation to even report back is part of it. It's all this, and that when when that's when you know when like someone who writes jokes. Is it, it's just like all right. Well, you're just you're good at joke writing, but they're so one dimensional. It's layers that makes a good joke. Not only do you have a good joke, but then you have this act out, and then you have this good point, and then you have another act out, and then all these lay like all these like ticks and tacks that you've learned throughout. And that's when you turn a joke from a just one laughter to rolling hysterical, like like a hysterical laughter. That takes years to learn how to like get. I don't only get. I only have like like a few applause breaks in my life. Well, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is like, what if, like to relate it to the agent and like manager thing, what if you had someone taking care of Mugabug, and you, and you just had all that free time to just dig in your brain and be creative and be a comic. Me going out. And exterminating at these places is where I get most of my material. 
But I, I do see that it drains you energy-wise. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But that's also, yeah, but it doesn't help when I stay up all night drinking just because I got a hunch that it was going to be a good night. Yeah. You know? Fair. But that that's also kind of anecdotal, too, because, like... Ooh, anecdotal, good word. Define? Uh, anecdotal is, like, uh, it's kind of like an example more specific to you. Where I feel, I feel like uh, for... Most people, it's very beneficial when someone takes that business load off of you, so you can, you know, dude. Yeah, oh well, I don't have it. Like I literally like, I say I own this business. My mom does all the shit. Like I, I smush the books. Yeah, yeah. that's basically what she does. Like the books and stuff. She does uh, everything. She does all of it. Gotcha. And I, uh, you know, I'm like, take as much. I mean, obviously, it's your business. Just like, yeah, yeah. But, um, no, you're, you're, you're right. It is, I don't know. I just, I just think it's a dying thing in the entertainment aspect. Is that I think more, um, people, especially in comedy, because it does well, seem like that, there's more, that movies are getting less. Um, people are going out to movies less. People are, like, basically what it is, people are just becoming more and more cool with just being safe in their home, which, why not? I get it. Like, it's an obvious, yeah, mm-hmm. you live longer. But it, it, what's, what's annoying is to me is, like, do you don't like those stories where you almost died or some, like, crazy shit just fucking spun off the ball? Like, obviously, it's not something you hope for, but, like, why not? Like, I I feel like we're always, like, avoid, like, like people just want this, this, this perfect, like, they want, the story, you know, when you were a little kid, you're like, "This is how my life's gonna go." When you think about it, yeah, yeah. and then you realize where you are now, and you're like, not very much so. I feel like right now, like we're actually going in a way where it's good, like we're trying to build that life easier to recreate in when you're younger, which is, I guess, a good thing, right? Like essentially, like to grow up and be like, "Oh, everything kind of went according to plan," but or is it? I I think, I I think the the agent manager thing is a, a conversation for like when you're like crushing. Oh yeah. That's why I'm like weird that some ladies are like, um, she just asked me for news. I'm pretty certain. <laughs> yeah. Cause, uh, I, I've been in bands where we've gotten like agents and managers too early and then we got too comfortable and, and then it fucked us up. Um, right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. She actually said like, the, like part of the thing was like, all right, send a resume for like cruise ships, <laughs> this and that. I'm like, I don't want to do any of that. Like, well, that's we, just like I have to just do my set. My, I don't have a clean set. I can't do any of those things, and I refuse to do that. I because I have my, I have the extermination shit. So if all else fails, I'll just do that. I'm not gonna st- like I, I, I just don't have any. There's a lot of people I've, I watch do comedy, and I, I'll, I'll listen to. Them. Try jokes where they're catering to this clean persona that they just don't possess, you know, and they're just doing it to try to create clean materials in case they ever need to do a clean show. Like, if you're a clean com, like if you're a clean comedian, just because you're a funny, clean dude, just be yourself. Like, I, I, well, that that that's the thing too. Uh, I I forget who I heard talking about this, but. Being a popular comedian is way more than having good jokes. Like people want to kind of vibe with no, who it's you with are. Your, yeah, it's with your personality. Yeah, I've learned that from doing an, enough stand up. Where where I learned that like sometimes I went in the crowds, and when I was first starting out, 
I'm like, oh, this crowd's going to hate me. And I went out with that aspect, and they hated me because I was telling the jokes, and I was telling the jokes like, oh, these people are going to hate me. And then I dealt with the same demographic and went out. I'm like, this crowd, and I, I literally felt the same thing. I, I said the same thing, but I just had it in a different, like, this crowd is going to hate me. Mm-hmm. And I went out with that. And it, and it and it worked and they just they're like ah oh, yeah like where where you're more like uh, this crowd's gonna hate me but I didn't try like, to I didn't like, try to it's like fun no because like the, <laughs> the, in the very beginning like the other jokes I would actually change my jokes to try to be more clean I'm like ah oh, this this crowd's gonna want clean stuff and I would just do jokes that I wasn't really I didn't really want to do I just did the jokes because I thought that's what they wanted to hear and then I stopped doing that I'm like no this is the joke this guy booked me it's his fault if this goes wrong he knows. And if he didn't do his research, also on his on his fault. Don't book me for shows that you don't want me like doing. If you want me to do clean material, don't book me. Don't <laughs> just don't because yeah. I'm not. I don't have. And that, that's kind of a that's kind have. of a confidence that only time can really give you, or or more experience. Than There's time. just so many different routes to go about getting successful in comedy. There's no reason to hone yourself and do uh, write jokes that you don't want to do. Yeah, if I happen to come across ten minutes of clean material, I will definitely accept the booking of ten clean material where I get paid for it. Yeah, but if you book me for whatever I want, I'm not gonna do that material. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I, I I was thinking about if I get a booking, I'm like, will I take anything right now? Yes. Not a clean set because I, I just can't. Because my my material, I don't know. That's a even, fun, that's funny though. Even in subject, it matter. depends who books you for that. True. If someone tried to book you for clean material, that means they had no idea who they were and they have no idea how to book a show. So I yeah. say take it. True. Most comedians that are bookers or that are booking shows and they want you to do clean, they've done their research. They know you can do. And if not, then they don't, and they deserve to learn the hard way. And you should just go to that fucking old folks home. And tell them what's up. What up? True. Yeah. I was thinking if I would do a roast or not. Oh, I, I'm, I, I'm I panicking. This is going to come out probably right before the roast. Oh, yeah. I have no idea what to write about this roast. Yeah. I have to do a roast, and I have no... Well, we could try collabing. I, I yeah. have... Uh, I have uh... You got some dirt? Wait. I'm going to pause it. <laughs> no, no. Uh, yeah? Your pee pee. It was good, but Ew, but yeah, I can't. I can't do roast. Or, or I I can. Like I, it would actually be a fun exercise. But also, I feel like in a scene like this, it's kind of weird because everything is so tight knit, and th- there's people that you know but don't really know. And if you're not, no, I never met friends. the dude I'm roasting as I I never met in my life. Uh, we just talked on the phone the other day, and I realized like I just when I was on the phone with him, and I just like told him everything about me and then he's like all he said was like well i'm a gay jew i'm like well shit dude i already knew that yeah and i'm like fuck did i overindulge i already i i wanted you to roast i i honestly i don't care if i win or lose i just wanted to be at least a good battle right and i'll be able to rebuttal a lot of the things that he says about me but i i, I just don't find myself coming up with good jokes i don't Thing I'll be able to like look on someone's Facebook profile and come up with like solid one-liners. You, you know, know any mutual friends of him? 
Yeah, yeah, Pete Eckenroth, me and him drank our own piss. Yeah, yeah. His was, oh my God, my piss was delicious. Oh, sorry. Sorry, I didn't mean to disturb you. I, I pointed sorry, it Sorry, we have to- a sleeping beauty over here. Yeah, but, uh. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, isn't Pete going against Tom? Yeah. Yeah. That should be interesting. That's this Saturday. Tom, Tom ran me a few jokes. If this good. comes out before uh, Saturday, yeah, come out to the cave. Yeah, I got to figure out what time the Logan Paul KSI fight is. The what? Logan Paul and KSI fight. What the fuck's that? It's like two YouTube, like two YouTubers that are doing like a boxing match. I've been following it. They're going to fight? Yeah. Fist fight? Dude, they're doing a professional boxing match. It kind of sounds fun. It's pretty fun. I wish more people... I think like we should do celebrity death match, but like in real life. Yes. Like, like it, you, it is, like it is you, cool. If you make a certain amount a year, let's say you make over... Like 10 grand a, a year. A million a year. Yeah. You're in fight. the pool. Like celebrity, de- like remember celebrity death man? Yeah, that shit was fun. I I I think I think about it all the time. Like we could easily reboot that, but instead of like all these other people that are just doing whatever, like let's do Sandusky versus MJ, or or like uh Oat or um Cosby, just like the bunch of like like all right Epstein versus himself, you know? Yeah. Let's let's or, them- or like uh, I do like. Epstein versus himself. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Fucking. It's just him. But we all know what really happened. <laughs> right. I killed him. I don't know why everyone's taking credit. I killed him. You did? I got him. That's For sick. the boys back home. Let's go I didn't climb. know I had a goddamn celebrity on here, dude. Yeah, dude. You hear, you hear first. Um, I sell 9-11 weed. Let's go Muslims. And I've killed... Um, I don't even know who Epstein is, but I killed him. That that's and I voted today. Did you? Yeah, I voted. He's definitely dead. No, I, I didn't. I, I'm not. I'm not uh, registered to vote. I, I'm registered. I didn't do it. Nice. Yeah, I just forgot. I didn't give. Oh, I thought you were like you it, saw it, a pitch and you're like, nah, it's gonna be a that's gonna be a foul. So you just like check the swing. Yeah. That. I voted one time. I went to go vote one time, and it said it didn't count. So I'm like, All right. I didn't know if that was a metaphor or it was just <laughs> yeah. it literally didn't count. But either way, I'm like, I'm just not going to be someone that votes. I'll persuade voters. Actually, I won't. We'll use this powerful platform. I'll use this. Po- yeah, the What Up podcast. They were leading them by the herds. Everyone, vote for vote for mandatory s- manslaughter. Man, if you don't slaughter a man, then you ain't no chicken. It's your civic what? duty. But yeah, dude, we're we're at one oh six. We got a we got a sleeping yeah, we, sleep we got beauty. a sleeping beauty over here. Yeah, we had a we had another cancel. And uh, halfway through a cast, forty five minutes in, had to bail like old bit. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, he was actually willing to power through. We actually convinced him <laughs> that thing, it was going pretty uh, sour. Yes. Um, well, we won't say who it is, but he'll be on a cast coming to you soon. Let's just say he wears a dress and has candy. Yeah. Uh, we'll have another cast with him soon. But um, it'll be good. Uh, let's do some uh, promotional shit and get the yes. fuck out of here. 
Do you want to announce it? I don't know, man. It's pretty big. It's pretty big stuff, dude. I this think is we fucking... I, I think we skimmed over it in the past, but this is like a fish. I think because the last time I wasn't so certain, but now it's you said it on this cast, so it's legit. Yes. Uh, we got Mark Norman, December sixth, coming to the Flying W. I can't begin to tell you how important this is. That's fucking claim that they did. Like this is the biggest one we got so far. That. It's gonna be fucking and they've got, they, awesome. I've still been going up and up. Each one has, I mean, you know, Shane, Stavros, Mark. People know even people that don't watch, like, don't follow comedy that well, know who Mark Norman is. Yeah, that 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 show's gonna be fucking dope. Mark Norman coming to the fucking flying and W December sixth. I will have a um flyer up in the next few days. Uh, go on my Instagram, write W-R-I-G-H-T dot Cody. Um, the link for the tickets will be in my bio. Uh, come out. It's uh, $16 online if you wait till the door, which tickets will sell out. Um, so get your tickets as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. And my boy Rob Cruz is fucking opening. Yes, dude. Ruin it for me because I wanted to surprise you. Like, oh, let me get on the show. I know, I know, I know. No, I didn't care. I was like, yeah, <laughs> no. Surprise is because you immediately said, no, I was just kidding. I'm like, nah, you're you. you the reason why I hit him up was because of you. I know. That, that that was the only one where I was like, I'll regret forever if I don't ask. <laughs> no, you shouldn't have asked. I, I you should have known. In hindsight, I, was- I I know I shouldn't have, but in the moment. What do you? What kind of psychological mastermind do you think I am that I would get one of your favorite comedians and then do a podcast with you where you do most of all of the work on this podcast and then not ask you to do the show? What the fuck? What kind of person do you think I am, dude? No, I, I, I don't assume nothing, dude. Cool. You know, but that 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 was the one time where I was like, you know what? I'll ask because like. Uh, I didn't assume that I would be on the show. Yeah, but yeah, then you immediately said JK, but how bullshit was that JK? Well, I, I was asking, but then I also wanted to take the pressure off. <laughs> so I'm like, like if you say no, like I'm still going to be there, still love you. But also, like I'm just putting it out there, no, it's a, I'd love to be on it. <laughs> I'm so glad you said that because that actually this has been a cruel joke. He's not coming to the W. <laughs> I got you so good. I paid Jeff fifty dollars to make a flyer just to fuck with you. Yeah, no, that's that's cool. That's why I said J.K. Dude, not affected at all, dude. Just killing. Now nah, he's coming to the W, dude. Yeah. Fucking come out. It's gonna be tight. Yeah, no, seriously, tickets are gonna be on sale. Chad, whenever this don't fucking Chad, come. You're not allowed. You will be bounced. Oh yeah. Unless your mom comes through, then we're all gonna take a turn. Yeah, I mean, let us hit. Tom Crowley sure. is and Rob Cruz are gonna give her the old uh, fucking jibber jab, but we're gonna try to get him on the cast. We're gonna try. I'm gonna try to get him on the cast. I know it was unsuccessful with Stavi, but I think Mark Norman Maybe. has a uh, apparently has a hard time saying no. It's cool. He actually <laughs> gave it. He actually gave us a shout out. He's like, "Oh, a secret show in." In Jersey South at a Jersey hotel. Jersey at a hotel. Uh, we'll get more to that later. I'm like, oh, at least he's promoting it a little bit. And and then for some reason said that before at the cave at Philly. Because I felt like 
I was getting like I felt like they were gonna get mad at me because I was getting all their sloppy seconds. Nah, nah, but yeah. The, but you know, I got Starros before I even know they were doing it, and then I got Mark Dorman. Well, so what is it? They're gonna be like, no, we own this. Like, <laughs> yeah, we own. Th-. I'm like, oh, there's a whole bunch of other people. I just want to get my neighborhood, the people that I love and people that I'm surrounded by that listen to this cast and people that support me. I just want to put on shows where. Where I'm performing and you get you get to watch my set, but also at the end you get to watch someone about to be like, I'm gonna put you in a situation like ah, I remember, I always remember my my parents. Um, they saw uh Chris Rock before he was famous. Yep, and it was one of their one of the coolest like memories they have. Like we saw Chris Rock before he was as big as he was. So I'm trying just trying to provide that uh type of. Yeah, it's a cool thing, Type man. of thing for this community. Um, and that's one of, the, one of the things, like, it's not going to be recognized right away. That's kind of the point of it. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, coming out to the show, it's going to be, and we're going to get shit, like, we'll definitely have at least one hotel. We'll get fucking weird. If your name's Chad, you're not invited. Yeah, Unless Chad. You're a different Chad. Chad, fuck all the way off. But, yeah, I mean, it's, it's just going to be super surreal, super fun. It, it's going to be a blast. And, like, the W's fucking fun. It's fun, and that's why I literally am. That's why I do these shows. Yeah. Just because I know that it's like niche comics that will do this shit. Yeah. You know, where they're like, I don't know what the fuck this bar is, but man, do I want to. I just want to be known as the guy, like, yo, come to this weird airport and yep. do a comedy show for me. Come on, guy. <sighs> yeah. If, if, if you if you miss out on the show, you're really fucking up. Like, that this show's going to be fucking awesome. Yeah. Tickets are going to sell out. Um, it's, we it's, might open, uh, depending on how ticket sales do, we might open up for two shows. So buy your tickets immediately. Just because I don't want like 100 people buying or like a bunch of people buying tickets online and then a bunch of people buying, t- like going to the door and I have to shoo them away. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. De- definitely buy them online. Just so, like, again. in case, and then just stay the entire night. Yeah. And, uh, otherwise, the flying W's going down, though. The the whole lineup, at least for the first night, is gonna be. Uh, no, it's all in the same night, and I'll be both of us right back. Oh, oh, okay. So the uh the lineup is me, Cody, I'm James Macaroni, uh, James Macaroni, Rob Cruz, and the feature, the fucking hilarious Troy Moore, who is about to be famous himself, and really the, the reason why I have him on the fucking. Like I paired him with Mark Norman because I feel like Mark, if Mark Norman sees him perform, I'll take him on. Yeah, I, that's kind of the reason why I do this shit. Like, yeah, well, my friends are like, I'll go be the future for this boy. Yep. So we'll we'll see what what happens. Um, very excited about it. December six. Uh, shit'll be out soon. You know, follow. Oh, what's your Instagram shit? Uh, Rob Cruz Comedy. Ooh, done with the music, dude. Oh yeah. Kicking this out. Uh, and also, soon we have uh, an episode coming out that we did on the Lovable Monsters podcast. Check that out, where both of us make an appearance. I think it might be out tonight. Oh, I don't. I didn't see anything about it. Um, uh, but yeah, probably tonight would be the night supposed to. It, come it seems out. like they dropped Lovable it on Monsters. Follow those guys. You heard them on our uh, recent episodes. It's uh, Ryan Foster and Peggy O'Leary. Fucking hilarious. And they're about to go on tour. Man, they're going to. Like, Peggy's a monster, Ryan's a monster, and they're both about to come out, like, 
We got some talent. We got some talent on the cast. Yes. Uh, follow us if you're a huge fan of comedy. This, that, fucking blah, blah, blah. And shout out to the fucking real, real ones. ones. Real ones. <laughs>